Hey humans, it's your girl. I'm just kidding. Okay, um, I'm just popping in real quick because I had this like, I don't want to say it's an epiphany, but it was just like a feeling. Um, I was feeling some kind of way and uh, you mindlessly scroll, you know, like I woke up hours ago, but like I think I am very unaccustomed to just like laying down. I usually associate that with like laziness and I feel guilty and some things that I've learned about myself is like I think the older I get the more it makes sense and I think in general it makes sense but like um having a chronic illness that totally affects your um energy and your your motivation not motivation momentum to get things done or whatever like it still can happen but sometimes you need an extra boost and I think that's in general but like kind of knowing that I have like this underlying chronic illness associated with it I don't know like sometimes I I, I walk a thin line of am I you know playing a victim right now or is this truly like how I feel And I know that humans, like we, um, like we sometimes are not in the mood to get things done. And it can be a a lot of things that hold or take into place. One thing that I've learned and I under, and I saw the benefits of is when I was first, you know, diagnosed and what is, what is a podcast episode if I'm not bringing up my chronic illness? Okay. At this point, but I do feel like when I first found out I was the happiest, I was so joyful. Um, during that time, you know, I had chopped my hair off and quit my job. I was focusing on myself. I was living with my parents. So money was not an, an issue because like, you know, I wasn't paying rent and I wasn't working like for someone else. I was working for myself. I was still acting and, you know, freelancing different projects at the same time anyways I found myself in a happier place even post diagnosis and I I have learned that stress and anxiety and worry all these things brought me to that level of sickness and I've realized the importance of choosing joy and choosing like optimism and how hard that is like for someone who's naturally silly and jokey you know like I just I can't I can't I can be serious I can take things seriously but I feel like I don't know like I'm like emotionally immature in the ways of not knowing how serious is too serious not knowing how not to take things personal how not to misread what someone is trying to say and like you know sometimes I look at the way people argue And I look at, you know, reality television shows and how sometimes they just be talking over the other person. I'm like, how is anything getting accomplished when nobody's listening? You hear trigger words or keywords, loaded words, boom, bam. And those words spark out to you in conversation. And so you kind of miss, you know, misinterpret what's being trying, what's trying to be told. And it's crazy to me to see, to watch people's 
arguments Ar- arguments <laughs> why was that that was hard to say for a second but it's crazy to watch how people argue and and try not to see yourself in some of the ways that they try to express themselves so it's kind of like what is the point of arguing you know It's just like a form of expression and it's a passion, but it's something that I don't necessarily love about me. I'm a Gemini, so a lot of times it's like, what side of the scale am I on? And as the end of the year approaches, you know, I've been feeling happy, but also like scared. Like, oh, here come 23. What's this year going to bring? Like since the 2020 happened to all of us and then our own personal situations and mountains on top of this big one like some of us lost family members due to covid some of us lost relationships like either went through like divorce or breakups or you had to travel you had to move or you had a kid or you lost a dog or a cat or some kind of something kind of went wrong in somebody's life on top of the pandemic which made it harder to mourn or to celebrate, or to do certain things. We realize the importance of having each other, but also the importance of having yourself and being by yourself sometimes, how safe that is and how how helpful and responsible that is sometimes. And I didn't realize that. I mean, I realized it, but you realize it when you're in the middle of like a storm and you're like trying to fight vices. You'd be like, okay, I can't hang out with these this person or I can't hang out with... In, this setting or maybe sometimes with these people because I know me and I know what I'm going to want to do or what I'm going to be invited to do or enticed to do you know what I mean and so sometimes that's not where you know you want your head to be so being by yourself and thinking maybe sometimes you'd be like by yourself like I'm tripping man I should have gone I was overthinking or whatever it is you know whatever it is um so I was scrolling, and I know, my thoughts, of course, it's a ramble cast. They're going to be all over the place, so buckle up, keep up. (laughs) I'm just playing. Okay, no, so I was scrolling on Instagram, and uh, I saw Matt McCory. He was from, like, Orange is the New Black, and he's done so much things, but that's where I first fell in love with him as an actor, and then as a person, like, he, the way he stands up for persons of color and I I sometimes feel like weird about that phrase persons of color because I feel like it's still we're still saying colored and I don't know how I feel about it anyways anyways that's a whole that's 2023 problem maybe you know what I'm saying anyways but he said he posted this and it and I'm not going to read the whole thing because it goes on and it was just so it just kept being slide after slide grade after grade you know, it was all this amazing information that I really wanted to, it just sparked me to record, you know, because I was like, okay, I want to put my thoughts that I'm thinking in my head um, out loud. So this is kind of like a journal entry, which I will get to next. But um, one of the things he says is, no one is okay right now. And we're going to make it. Hey, I just thought I'd let you know that pretty much everyone I know is feeling very not okay right now and that of course is okay obs like obviously short you know abbreviated anyways obs 
there are some who are feeling good or even wonderful. And if you are in that place, I'm so happy for you. Me too, Michelle. However, if you, like many, are also feeling not okay or going in and out of not okay, I'd like to offer some contextual reminders and hopes that they may help us normalize these feelings of not okayness. He goes on to name some bullet points. He was saying, like, one of the things he said was, we're cyclical beings naturally needing to contract or am, sorry, contract and hibernate during the colder months. Not only is this ignored in modern society, but we have additional pressure to continue producing the same output that we do in times of expansion, regardless of actual capacity. Man, while navigating the celebration of complicated holidays. Okay, we're often confronted with decades of complex history with family, whether we're with them or not. Okay, so that's like the first three slides. First three. And those bullet points were literally, when he started breaking it down, that was the first slide of him breaking it down. Okay, and it just goes on and on. And he just gets into some stuff about, it's a three, it's year three of a global pandemic. And we're trying to do these things all on our own. These things that historically people have done with the help of huge support system. We're still living with wounds caused by the reality that we were born into. We're trying to heal them. We're simultaneously also just trying to survive. Man, he was just saying these things that sometimes it's good to like say out loud or, or read by people who sadly, and I don't know if it's sad or not, but they have a little bit more privilege than you. And it's not even privilege. It's more like access than you do to certain things, right? And to hear them say these things normalizes it for me because I'm like, okay, I'm not necessarily in the trenches, but I've been down low. I've been low, low, you know? And so I'm not saying that I know his life and I know his story, but I can guarantee perhaps sometimes if he's hungry, he can go get some food. But I sometimes would have to be like, hey, you going to fast today? You know, not necessarily because I wanted to, but because I had to. So, like, I don't know. And I know that's, like, all over the place as far as perspective. But just coming from some different perspectives, some different people than I, from different backgrounds than I, to say some things, did make me. it made me feel normal. It made me feel more human, which is who I hope to speak with as you listen. Um... But yeah, so that was one thing that I saw on um, Instagram that like literally immediately sparked my interest in wanting to like have and hold like a random thought process or conversation with myself out loud about it because it was just uh, very moving. Um, so something else I want to get into after this quick, quick break. I want to just like talk about some journal prompts for the end of the year because I didn't expect to make this podcast, but I was just inspired. So I did it. You know what I'm saying? So after this messages, we'll be right back. It's literally probably just one message from me to you.
Welcome back. Welcome back. Okay, so, all right, so some journal prompts for the end of the year. This is from foreverconscious.com. And someone posted this on their Instagram. Okay, shout out to Instagram. And uh, I reposted it on my story. And then I screenshotted and saved saved the journal prompts because I was like, I set a reminder in my phone to do this today around like three. And so I was like, all right, so before I do this, um, I was just inspired now because I'm like, what if sometimes my thoughts come faster than I can write them. And so, so I, re- I just record. So anyways, this year, ooh, the first one is hard. This year I have learned. What have I learned this year? This year I have learned that life is full of lessons. Sometimes the hard ones crazy ones the overwhelming uncomfortable ones are like the most important ones and those are the ones where you literally learn something um that's the goal or that's the hope it's like what can you take from the situation you're in and this year I've learned that I play a big part in my toxicity I'm a very toxic woman and I know that a lot of that is a product of my, I don't want to say, well, maybe my environment, but I create a lot of my environment. I invite a lot of um, energy into my space, my literal personal space, or when I'm out in the world, you know, whether it's my phone or at the gas station or in my house, you know, sometimes I let energies come or I carry them with me from somewhere else and they weigh me down and I let them weigh me down. So this thing, this year I've learned so much about that, so that I, could, I am in control of a lot of the energy that I bring into a room and that I can be the toxic energy that someone takes with them somewhere else. And I don't necessarily wanna be that toxic of a person um, or that insecure of a woman, you know, that I need all these things in order to make me feel secure and safe. And that's sometimes I've learned that sometimes you you need nothing. And that's the whole lesson. That's the whole point is for everything to be stripped away so that you're bare. You're at your bare minimum and see who you can be with nothing. And I fear 423 because I'm like, ah, but I'm also grateful and excited to see because here we are at the end of the year. And this year was crazy had some awesome moments I traveled and stuff like that but also had some low crazy moments of sadness and broke and brokenness and man here I am like there were times I think I had like three battles with suicide this year and I'm still here and I'm scared for myself but I'm also proud of myself so that's my TED talk about what I've learned. Okay. Um, in the new year, let me go to the last one because that's hard. This one's hard too. It says, in the new year, I would like to commit to, and off the dome, this is why I'm going to write them down because I'm like, don't give me time to think. And I like recording this because it's holding me accountable. 
I'm also somebody who doesn't always go back and listen to what I said. Sometimes it makes me cringe. And sometimes I'm like, man, that was wrong. Like that one time I talked about Uvalde and I was just saying everything wrong. Oh my God, it was so embarrassing, humbling, but also I'm grateful that I did it because I'm like, all right, you can go back and fact check your own self. So in the new year, I would like to commit to like what I just said, fact checking before I try to put stuff out in the world, try to do my homework as much as I can. I want to commit to commitment like that word alone. Commitment is hard. Committing to do something like teaching a class, um, writing a lesson plan or, or doing a workout, eating healthy, drinking this amount of water every day going to sleep at this time, waking up at this time, you know, I don't even know, like taking a shower in the morning or at night, even if you just do it once, girl, wash something, wash your butt, wash your face, brush your teeth. These are things that I want to commit to. Not that I'm like not doing this, but sometimes, man, you'd be lazy. It'd be hard to get up. And I don't want to, I want to commit to not using my disability as an alibi or crutch um but also being aware that I have one and listening to my body and being okay with not starting your workout till the middle of the afternoon versus in the morning when you wanted to do it if you want to sleep your body's saying get lay down I want to commit to listening to my body and doing that but also being responsible so my body could tell me on Monday morning when not this Monday but you know when it's time to go back to school get them kids my body could be like hey you want to lay down you want to just like sleep in so go on and do that child but okay if you do that just know what the consequences of you know of listening to your body too hard so I think sometimes (laughs) sometimes I gotta re-question that I think really knowing the line is thin when listening to your body can go wrong or I'm like, what is it? Listening to your body and listen to your brain. Oh, that's a whole nother podcast. Look, 2023, we're going to have to, if I remember this, I'm going to have to go back and listen. We're we going to have to do some homework about listening to your body and how it can sometimes be a problem. Because that's ain't problematic. If I listen to my body, child, I ain't doing nothing. But I do think the beauty of having a break is understanding as a teacher. Sometimes it's okay to lay down somewhere. And sit down somewhere and do nothing for a little bit. For a few days, you can wrap up the new year by just resting. Come come January 1st, you can get on up. The beautiful thing about that is it's Sunday. It's the Lord's Day. You can get on up, go to church, start fresh. Let's do this. <laughs> I don't know. I don't want to be fake, though. Come the new year and be like, okay, I want to commit to new year, new me, honey. I'm about to do this. I'm about to do that. I, I don't want to necessarily be that kind of person. I don't want to be making false covenants. That's a word that I used a lot this year. Um, I want to be thinking about speaking to the words that I use a lot. What is my word for 2023 going to be? This year, the number has to be three because 2023, I'm turning 36. Three and six are in the fact family of three. Three plus three equals six. Come on now. What's three, Mia? Holy Ghost. Father, Son, and Holy Ghost, them. Ah, oh, look now. All right now, Jesus. What you about to do? I'm excited. 
I was scared. I was scared. I ain't gonna lie. All right, y'all. Um, I'm sorry that I popped in so randomly, but I'm also not sorry. And if you're listening, hey, shout out to you. Um, come 2023, I can't believe we're good. Look, my notes say that it's a season four, but it's probably season three, like coming into. Either way, look, I, I like season three as a sound because the number three is good. But if it's four, that's amazing that we've done this podcasting thing and for so long. Um, I do have some stuff that I want to commit to in this coming new year with this podcast. Now, what it's going to look like, what it's going to be. I don't I don't quite know that yet, but I'm excited to find out what it, what it's going to look like and what's going to happen in this coming new year. I appreciate everyone for listening. Let's bring out this 2022 and into this 2023 with a bang. Let's have fun. Let's laugh. Let's be silly. Let's be safe. Let's be smart. Let's be spiritual. I love you all. Be blessed. Happy New Year. That about sums it up with summaries with Chizok.